Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light. The private writings of the Saint of Calcutta, chapter 13 continued. Section 3, Conviction of My Nothingness. Mother Teresa dedicated much of her time and energy in the last years of her life to the development and growth of the male branches of her religious family. The missionaries of charity, contemplative, made up of priests and brothers, was founded on March 19, 1979, the Feast of St. Joseph. An international movement to foster priestly holiness, called the Corpus Christi Movement, was officially recognized by the Sacred Congregation for the Clergy on the Feast of the Sacred Heart, June 26, 1981. And the Missionaries of Charity Fathers began on October 13, 1984, in New York. In 1985, with the fifth general chapter approaching, Mother Teresa again expressed her desire to be freed from her responsibility as Superior General and her longing to be just a simple sister in the community. She shared her thoughts with Cardinal Picacci. I have already written to our sisters to pray and to vote for somebody else in my place. There are many sisters who can do even better. I have done with God's grace much because I gave Jesus a free hand, knowing that I can't do anything by myself. The conviction of my nothingness has made the work and the whole society completely his. He will do still greater things if he finds somebody more nothing than I. I don't think there is one. I will be happy, very happy to be free, to be just a simple sister in the community. For nearly 35 years, I am longing for this. I will always do what the church, through the Holy Father and you, want me to do. But I am longing to be only all for Jesus, through Mary, a simple MC. But this was not God's plan for her. She was re-elected as Superior General, a decision she accepted as coming from God's hand. As before, she kept asking for prayers for her religious family. Please pray for us, especially during Holy Mass, that we don't spoil God's work, that it remains his. It was at this time that Mother Teresa decided to share her interior struggle with another priest, Jesuit Father Albert Huart of the Calcutta province. He remembered, it was very probably at the retreat previous to the general chapter in 1985. Mother came to speak about the excruciating night in her soul. It was not a passing phase, but had gone on for years. What immediately struck me is what she added to the description of this painful, enduring night. 
Father, I do realize that when I open my mouth to speak to the sisters and to people about God and God's work, it brings them light, joy, and courage. But I get nothing of it. Inside, it is all dark and feeling that I am totally cut off from God. This sounded to me like pure John of the Cross. The contrast between her inner night and her ability to communicate God in word and deed to others enabled me to do my best to reassure her that God was powerfully at work in her and encourage her to accept the darkness as part of his work. But in this kind of night, a few words well meant will not relieve the pain or not much. The night continued as dark as ever. Father Huart offers this particularly apt metaphor for Mother Teresa's experience. As I listened to her, the image that emerged in my mind was that of a chalet bringing, basking in warm light. As I listened to her, the image that emerged in my mind was that of a chalet basking in warm, bright sunshine, surrounded by lush vegetation and flowers, yet within, all dark and cold. She had stopped writing about her darkness and rarely spoke about it, but suffered from it as intensely as she had for the past 35 years. Yet in spite of it, or rather because of it, Mother Teresa continued to be a source of light and inspiration to others. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide, amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle God of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. What is the relationship between Mother Teresa's darkness and her effectiveness with others? Why is it that other people sensed that she was very close to God when she herself felt inside all dark and feeling like she's totally cut off from God? Well, part of the answer is explained by theologians in this way, that God is light, the uncreated light. We say in the creed that Jesus is light from light, God from God, true God from God, light from light, true God from true God, but the light from light. Christ is the light of the world. And what happens when we look into the sun? What happens when we look into a bright light? It blinds us. We're unable to see the light, it's so bright. Our eyes are not used to it. And as we've seen before, this is part 
of the way theologians explain what's happening in Mother Teresa. God is shining his light so brightly in her that she is blinded. He's in fact closer to her than ever before, and the closer he draws, the brighter the light, the more she feels cut off from him. So far from being a sign of not being close to him, her darkness is in fact an excess of light. And this is partly why people felt so close to her, because they saw in her the effects of this contemplative light. They saw the profound humility. They saw the profound charity. They saw the profound gentleness. And they wanted to be close to it. Holiness is attractive. The light within her drew people to her. Even if she could not see it, they could see the light shining on her. They could tell that there was no one else quite like her. All around her was light and life, growth, love, peace. In other words, as her patron Saint, Saint Therese liked to say, we're bad judges in our own case. We're bad judges in our own case. And Mother Teresa had long ago given up trying to evaluate her situation. But it didn't mean that it went away. Just because she stopped writing about it, just because she basically stopped talking about it, we can tell from tonight's reading that it did not go away. She learned to accept it. She learned to live with it. She learned to even appreciate it as part of God's plan for her. Because what we've also seen is that darkness and that sense of abandonment opened her soul in incredible compassion to others. And so tonight, let us pray that we will be open to whatever God is asking of us. That we will give him a free hand, as mother said. She decided she was going to let Jesus do with her whatever he willed. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.